Guys, five movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelican. You are listening to episode 21 of The Spin Chagrin, and last week's category was a Hallmark movie. So, Frank, um, did you have to buy that uh, streaming service, and um, what did you find? Uh, so they had uh, one of the things on Amazon where you get a week for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I did indeed subscribe to the Hallmark channel um, for less than a week because I canceled it today just to make sure I wouldn't get charged. Right. Um, and also went through and canceled a bunch of other stuff that I had like just subscribed to randomly, I guess to watch like one movie and never gone back to. So I ended up saving myself about $40 a month. See, I think. There you go. See, This worked out. The Spinchagrin paying dividend. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God, what is this channel? <laughs> it would be something weird. Like no wonder you know. didn't think the, the sling thing was that bad because you just saved yourself $40 on canceling. Uh... I know. <laughs> I don't know how long I'm going to keep sling, but it's been fine so far. I've watched some stuff on it. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, so I indeed did um, subscribe for a week to the Hallmark channel. Um, spent about an hour and a half one night clicking through the Hallmark channel's movies because they are uh, legion, I suppose. And there's a lot of them. Um, I, had, I had it whittled down to a few, um, one of which was a Faulkner adaptation. Mm. um but i couldn't bring myself to watch a hallmark channel version of like william faulkner (laughs) um i settled on a 1996 um hallmark hall of fame movie called harvest of fire Uh, it originally aired on cbs it has um pretty much like an all-star cast it's got lolita davidovich uh jay preston john Jean Louisa Kelly, Patty Duke, um, Eric Mabius, um, Gabriel Mann, also stars Jennifer Garner in her feature debut. Huh. Um, all that star talent doesn't really do much to save it, but I guess we'll we'll talk about that. So, um, Harvest of Fire is the poor man's witness, basically. Okay. Um, starts out where there's this uh what's it called wedding amish wedding um in the heartland of iowa where all these amish are i was a little disappointed it wasn't the pa amish but um you know it's it's pretty much the same thing where is it at it's in iowa iowa i guess there's a lot of amish in iowa gotcha so on the eve of this wedding um this barn catches on fire and while everyone's trying to save the animals in that barn, another barn catches on fire. And then a third barn catches on fire. So there's these three barn burnings. So there's um, Sally Russell's, this FBI agent who's on vacation. Uh, actually, she's not even on vacation. It's just it's her day off. And she gets called in to go to Iowa to investigate these barn burnings as a hate crime. Um, so her boyfriend, he's not too pleased and you find out that there's like some tension between him and her because she comes from like an upper class family and he's like a blue collar he's like a foreman on a construction site or something i don't know that ends up not even matter i guess that does anyway we'll 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 get to that one okay so she flies out to iowa and is immediately like put out because of she has to deal with these amish people and they got all these weird traditions and she wants to wear like her miniskirt pantsuit and stuff. And the sheriff's like, ah, they're not going to take too kindly to you. Like 
dressing like that because you know they're they have their ways and they're they're very plain people um but she didn't care like she's gonna get to the bottom of things so she starts trying to like force her way into the Amish community and like tell ask making people tell her stuff but nobody wants to like work with her except um there's this the woman played by uh patty duke uh annie beeler she kind of like befriends the davidovich's character and so they um start to talk to each other and davidovich is like going around like kind of watching the amish and um goes to live with with beeler and her family because her husband had died from cancer i guess or something um and uh what's her name um beeler's daughter uh was having like was in love with this boy but the boy's father um fuck, i can't remember what they call it was like uh shunned they call it shunned they he's he's being um exposed to shunning which is like high i don't know some weird amish word so the girl wasn't allowed to date the boy anymore so they've been like secretly seeing each other but the girl is like torn because she doesn't want to she loves the boy but she doesn't want to like be dishonest to her mom so she breaks off the relationship so there's a whole lot of like talking and stuff about like the amish faith and davidovich basically is like just kind of condescending the whole time like oh well be a lot easier if like you could you know just pick up a phone or i don't know it's it's really just like a so this is just like a guide to gamish life basically and like why it's almost fuck it's very it's very condescending it's very much like oh look how much we can learn from these simple folk like it's it's not necessarily like ever mocking their culture but it's definitely saying like yeah you don't want you don't want any part of this like just take take these like simple lessons from these people and then get in your car and drive away um dude this shunning shit is some serious gaslighting um so yeah they just basically ignore and isolate these people yeah but it's an act of love right according to them you can get you can get unshunned if you stop doing the thing that got you shunned in the first Mm -hmm. place so it turns out that the reason that the the father got shunned was because he built a barn with a arch instead of a pointed roof and the elders of the community were like dude we only have pointed roofs here well that made me choke and he was like right but this arch this is this is a better design like it supports more weight and it's like more open they're like nah man pointed roofs only so that guy's like well fuck you I'm not going to tear down my barn with the arch roofs. So now he's shunned. Um, <laughs> so Davidovich realizes that there's like, and I don't know how these like stupid ass Amish don't realize this, but there's a path from that guy's field, like through the corn where somebody obviously like rode a horse uh-huh. and like carved a path to the last barn that burned down. So, so do you, fi- do you also find it like insulting to the Amish, this movie? It sort of is, but yeah. it only be. It, it, but it's not meant to be like. <laughs> it's meant to be like, oh, look how quaint and sweet like this life is, but look how backwards they are and causing like 
you know this terrible situation because mm-hmm. of their backwards like religious ways but they are they won't come out and say that so they just kind of do it like they just say things like you know it'd be a lot easier if you had a telephone right um so anyway so she like gets involved in the amish community and like falls in love with like their way of life and then her and her boyfriend get in a fight um because he just wants her to come home and she's like well i'm just doing my job out here and then he decides to come out so then he helps like with this barn raising because they're raising the barns to rebuild the barns oh, that so were burned they're, down they're just stealing the the witness scenes? yes okay yes i'm telling you it's 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 poor man's witness okay so then davidovich goes to the farm of the guy that um was shunned and is like i accuse you of burning down the barn and he's like that's ridiculous and she's like fine i accuse your youngest son and he's like that's also ridiculous that sounds like no no it was me i'm the one that did it and she's like i knew it and the father's like it's a fucking trick and a half he's lying like it wasn't him and finally the older son the one that was like dating the daughter is like it was me like seriously i did it and she's like, why did you do it? And he's like, well, they were shunning my dad. So then they go back to the barn raising. Um, and then that youngest son rides up on a horseback and then gets down on his hands and knees and is like, I confess, I'm the one that burned down the barns. And then they take him to jail. So um, he's at the police station. Oh, there's this like... Um, Jay Preston plays uh, the sheriff of the town that's always like, you're going to have to learn how to talk these folks' language if you want to get through to them. There's also a subplot where there's um, uh, a shady real estate developer, but he's not really shady. He's just like trying to buy the Amish's land because he wants to develop it. But he's not like, so they try and paint it where you might think that he's burning down the barn, but they never do anything to make you think that it's really him. Mm. He's just kind of like a sleazeball, but he's also like kind of nice. Like when the one person's barn burns down, he brings them like a basket of like food. And he's like, you know, if you need anything, like you can always call me and whatever. And, you know, he's obviously trying to get him to sell, but he's also not being like a complete scumbag about things. So that's kind of a, I don't know, it's just a red herring that doesn't matter at all. Well, they got to get BS on. Well, right. And then at one point he confronts um, Sally Russell on the street, the Davidovich character, and he's like, you're ruining my reputation here. You know, I'm trying to buy their property, but I'm not burning anything down. I'm just offering them money like when they need it because they always need money because they have no money because they're poor and their barns keep getting burned down. Right. Uh, So anyway, so in the end, um, they take the eldest son, the arsonist, and he's in jail and he's getting taken in a um, squad car but then they let him sit in the front seat of the squad car and they let the father and the youngest son sit in the back seat and then all of the Amish come into town in their buggies and horses and some of them are just walking which I don't understand that part but there's like some on foot and some in like horse and buggy and they form this procession and they follow the squad car as it leaves like out of the town and Davidovich is just like I've learned so much from these Amish and that's it what happened with her and her boyfriend they got it was fine because he came to help with the barn raising oh so that's the end of that so now he's a good guy yeah yeah so then they're all of a sudden even though like they're both assholes like they're like happy with each other 
Okay. There's I, this really. I forgot that they did crime movies. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, they do that. There's a whole bunch of those actually. Crime movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of them starring um, Candace Cameron Bure. Um, which I almost watched, but then I didn't want to because I felt like that would be too much. Um, and she's got a. There's like there's the alphabet crimes and the right. So you chose. So you chose to go with the Amish rather than. Well, I, I knew so many people camera. in the movie. Like, I was like, sure. oh, well, I'll just watch. Like, there's people I recognize. Like, it won't be, can't be too terrible. The funniest thing is at the end when all the um, buggies are lined up at the end to, like, follow the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Davidovich is, like, walking down from the police station. As she walks by, there's this powerful scene where all the Amish people are, like, bowing their heads to her in, like, recognition. And they're like, thank you so much for your help. But it's like she didn't really do anything right she just she basically buttered her nose in and because they're like the barns are burned down but at the end of the day we're just going to rebuild them like it's not that big of a deal it takes us like a day to put a barn up you know we'll recover and we've already forgiven the arsonists whoever they are and like we'll just live our simple lives and she's like fuck that i'm from the u.s government and we're going to send someone to jail so right right yeah she doesn't say fuck that because it's a cbs movie sure She's just like tut tuts and looks like you know. She reminds me of. She reminds me of the woman that played um. Uh, who's the evil uh, defense of the dark arts teacher that becomes what's what, what's that character's name in Harry Potter? Um, yeah, yeah, Dolores Umbridge. That that's okay. what she reminds me of. Hmm. Those little beady like lizard eyes and <laughs> that kind of like too 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 taut like stretched skin. And her friggin' like jaunty bob haircut, and she's we will get justice done in this Amish community. Hold on. In nineteen ninety-six, you're 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 saying this about her? Yeah, man, she don't look good in this movie, trust me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I know that she's like still pretty early in her career there, but it ain't early enough. I mean, because she has that small scene in JFK that we just talked about, um, right? And well, she's only a couple years removed from being in Blaze. Yeah, I, I see. I, I can see what you mean. Like, yeah, I, I can see. It. Okay, fine. Plus, there's no like every scene in this movie is overcast for the most part or like overexposed maybe but like it all looks overcast so everyone looks really like pale and 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 rough i mean it's it's a movie that's filmed to like show the simplistic beauty of the amish people and not the glorious beauty of lolita davidovich sure so so yeah i don't know i mean that's it it was um I, yeah, I wasn't anticipating this. So the, I wasn't anticip- I wasn't anticipating the Amish. I wasn't anticipating crime. I wasn't anticipating Patty Duke. Like yeah. you know, I mean, I think the Hallmark. I think I, I could have been. Guessing. Yeah, I think I could have been more prepared um, about all this. I was expecting a rom com. I'll be honest. I like wasn't a, gonna I, like I a wasn't holiday rom com. I no, I absolutely refused. <laughs> Here's the thing that really bothers me, though, right? The title of the movie is Harvest of Fire. So the reason for that title is because it's harvest time and there are fires. 
but it's not like they're harvest- it's not a harvesting fire right and they're not hard they're not harvesting fire it's just a yeah. really stupid it's just a way to get those two words into the title yes yes fire at harvest time right that would or- be more accurate right sally sally russell's amish adventure or something i don't know but like burning barns or something like that yeah. the burning barn or bad sh- the, the bad shunning. fire at they should have called it the shunning they're shunning go. there you go there's there's a much better title i still probably would have watched it <laughs> there well, okay, so-, so 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 why what drew you to this one uh, is it just like- the people it was that it was the fact that it was like Patty Duke in an Amish costume was like the but I, that, that's draw yeah was the <laughs> thumbnail and I was like what the fuck is this Amish um, it was the fact that every other one was like a big city lawyer learns lessons in love from like a small town carpenter like that's every fucking movie and I wasn't doing that shit um there was the there was the faulkner one that i really thought about watching there's a series where a woman is a witch i can't remember oh it's um what's her name uh we we were just talking like about the, her the good witch or whatever right it, yeah but it's um the chick from party of five uh lacy Sh- yeah late late Lacey chabert yeah chabert yeah. and i saw that and there was a series i was like oh man maybe i should watch one of them but every time i'm like reading the descriptions it's like i don't know it just there there is a whole universe of these films and there yeah, are people Lacey that, Chabert is in the Hallmark universe definitely yeah. yeah people that love like these universes of films and I guess mm-hmm. like to each their own and it's one of those things where when I when I doubt like how could I possibly have seen so many movies and then I like look at something like this and I realize that there are just literally probably like hundreds of thousands of movies that are made that I'll never even know exists yeah and now I know they exist yeah, Lacey, if, Lacey Chabert is a star of the Crossword Mystery series. Yes, that's um, what she's in. She's not in the witch ones. I can't remember who's yeah. in the witch ones. There, there's a whole series, um, as I was doing research about the Hallmark Channel, of these like things that are like the crossword mysteries. Um, there's one called the Gourmet Detective. I didn't see any of those. Gourmet Detective, yeah. It's a dude that was on the Bold and the Beautiful for... Um, for for a number of years when i in the 90s when i was a kid and like he just looks like he the same except for he's had tons of work done that he did 25 years ago um the stars in it dylan something um, Catherine Catherine bell is the one that plays the good witch Catherine bell from jag mm-hmm. huh how's she looking uh she looked fine okay i didn't watch it though so i don't know right um she was she was a, she was an it girl for a while during that jag run yeah it's really weird hallmark's really weird and hallmark when i was doing research on it is super profitable i'm sure it is it like they do like 40 i was reading they do like 40 christmas movies like a year or something like that like all their movies are like basically held to like a two million dollar budget and they do like 40 of them in a year and those christmas movies account for I'm trying to remember the numbers that i saw they account for about 
350 to 400 million dollars um a year revenue wise and that's like a third roughly of their overall like revenue from the channel so it's like this is a billion dollar channel um in november and december it is the number one ranked channel on cable like um among women from 18 to 54 like it, it is and and that is an advertising bonanza well, during, during those months november and december like it's crazy it is crazy how like how important hallmark is in this country actually so i was thinking that if i ever hate myself maybe i would do like a hallmark movie every week <laughs> Because there's so many, and I could watch like all the Good Witch movies, and I could watch uh-huh. the Crossword Mysteries, and I could watch the ones that Candace Cameron buries in. I can't remember yeah. what those are. That 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 could that could be something, I guess. And then round out the year by like doing like nothing but Christmas movies for two months, right? <laughs> so if I ever like truly truly hate myself, this I think is the, well. This is also how we get the the female audience, maybe. Yeah, but it's going to be me. It's going to be me shitting on these movies. Like it's, it's not. It's not a good. Do you do you think there is not an audience of women who watch these movies? It might be in the minority. There's not an audience of women that watch these movies, knowing that they're terrible, but love them anyway. Like because they're terrible. Yes, but it's like, like I love bad horror movies. And I know they're bad, but I love them. But when right. I talk about them, I can say good things about them. Right. I don't know that I can say good things about these Hallmark movies, man. Like I don't know that it's in me. I right. think they're just. I think they're just. I think they're just. I don't think anybody wants trash. to say good. I, I do. I would argue. I don't think the people that hate watch or like you know watch these movies to kind of almost like laugh at them. Um, I don't think they want you to say anything good about them. Would be my argument. I mean, I think we're talking about five percent at most of um the people that um that watch these movies but um still i don't know i don't, I don't know necessarily want to come off like a colossal dick either you know like <laughs> i mean like there's okay so there's a movie is there an occupation generator online two 2021 movie right called chasing waterfalls okay I always thought that the song Chase, like Waterfalls, the TLC song was about like chasing a high that you can never get again because it's so mm-hmm. temporary that it's just always like rushing away from you, right? Right. Like isn't that kind of the, the point sure. of that song? It's yeah, about yeah, like right. not like not not like chasing I never thought about it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So Chasing Waterfalls, the Hallmark Hallmark movie mm-hmm. is about a woman who photographs waterfalls oh i I thought he was gonna like barrel roll off the waterfall okay (laughs) no listen to this description Mm -hmm. photographer amy travels to a remote lodge to find mythical waterfalls and falls for handsome guide mark they adventure to find the mystic waterfall and discover their true feelings so like this is the shit that i would be watching every week like i can't can't (laughs) yeah that's i think that is fantastic but um here's sweet sweet carolina Uh uh-huh not Sweet Caroline, by the way. Sweet Carolina. Uh-huh. Is it Mark, North Carolina? I don't know. I'm not there yet. 
Marketing executive Josie returns uh-huh. home when she becomes the unexpected guardian of her niece and nephew. While there, she reconnects with Cooper, her high school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That actually stars Lacey Chabert. Yeah. She looks pretty good. What? Um, give me another one. Uh, there's Matchmaker Mysteries. Uh, who's the star of that? Uh, I don't know. That's Oh, that's Danica McKellar. Oh, so okay. she rec- she recently just left um, Hallmark too to follow Candace Cameron Bure to to where? Uh oh, Candace Cameron Bure is Aurora Tea Garden. <laughs> it's the Aurora Tea Garden mystery. I did see the Aurora Tea Garden thing when I was doing research. Yeah. So here's Aurora Tea Garden mysteries: a bundle of trouble. Uh-huh. Aurora, I, I can't say this woman's name. It's like I know. the rural juror. Rural juror, right? <laughs> Aurora Tea Garden and her boyfriend Martin are thrilled when they get an unexpected visit from his niece and her new baby. The excitement is short-lived when his niece disappears and the baby is left behind. This has Candace Cameron Bure, Mary Lou Henner, and Yannick Bisson in it. Fucking powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, there's a... Okay, okay, okay. Maybe I should actually just resubscribe to this channel. <laughs> So here's a movie. This is from 2005. It's called Riding the Bus with My Sister. A photographer and her developmentally challenged sister begin living together when their father dies. Stars Andy McDowell and Rosie O'Donnell from the Hallmark Hall of Fame. Hallmark Hall of... This, this is tongue twister city, this fucking channel. So I guess apparently Rosie O'Donnell is a mentally handicapped woman. And Andy McDowell is her sister and they're riding the bus together what year is this from 2005 okay that's still long enough ago i'm surprised um hallmark is not so one of the things against hallmark is their lack of diversity uh they're not criticized there, buddy there ain't nothing but white people on this page i'm looking at I just want to let yeah you know. well orientation wise like too like actually like that's like one of the reasons apparently netflix has been putting out so many like holiday things around november and christmas that is lgbtq friendly um is to counter program hallmark um in terms of like holiday rom-coms um to try to like you know draw like you know the audience that is not being served by um hallmark here's the first movie that has any any black people in it it's called the piano lesson and it's from 1995 a family is torn by the choice of keeping a valuable family heirloom piano or selling it to improve their lives starring charles dutton alfrey woodard and courtney vance that's 1995 and that's the first one i found right right the amount of blonde people on this fucking network is insane sure oh here's um undercover angel harrison dean winters is a frustrated writer who gets asked by his ex to watch his six-year-old daughter jenny and she decides to play cupid and help him win over the beautiful woman yasmine bleeth from his favorite favorite coffee place how, how when is dean winters doing this shit what year's that 1999 okay right so this is that's like the first year that's the first year of oz yes okay gotta make that money somehow right sure okay i'm just saying oh here's another amish one (laughs) this is 2020 kathy yoder is a travel writer who has left her amish ways behind (laughs) but when she returns home to settle her father's affairs she is tempted to return to her former lifestyle it stars Galadriel, Simon, and Kevin Joyce. So I guess this is a fucking Lord of the Rings 
Like that's, <laughs> that's what you do in your off time when you're like leaving like the Elflands. Did you do some uh, do some Hallmark movies? Man, this I, found, I, I found one. Okay, so I want to I want to do a quick exercise, Frank. All right, I found a random occupation generator online. Uh huh. Okay, so the the first so the first occupation is a pickpocket. <laughs> the second, yeah, one, the second one is a plumber. Um, so I'm going to say that the male is the plumber and the pickpocket is a female. What's, what's the plot and what's the meat cute of a Hallmark movie? I love um, pickpocket is an occupation, apparently, according to the site, but okay. Single dad plumber Barry, who moonlights as a deputy in his, um, small town of Mills Ford, Connecticut hmm. um, apprehends a plucky and beautiful young pickpocket one day when he finds that she's merely um, stealing bread to feed her family. He has to choose between following the law or following his heart. <laughs> okay. Um, and just so you understand with, uh, with, with the second one here, Hallmark is very big on diversity when it comes to geographic location. Um, they're very particular about that, um, apparently, from my research. So a cleaner. OK, this this one writes itself already. A cleaner and a real estate agent. <laughs> what is your real estate agent in Juneau, Alaska, <laughs> is right. tasked with making a sale on these old Inuit houses and she hires a strapping young man to help I don't know whatever the fucking the shit <laughs> there's some there's some romance when they're cleaning the house and they come to learn the value of like the indigenous communities and they decide to give them back to the people that were evicted because they couldn't afford to pay their rent Does that sound good to you? Sure. Sure. Fucking Danica. Danica McKellar is stars in it. Um, Here's a movie called The Christmas Shepherd. Mm -hmm. Buddy, a German shepherd born on Christmas Day, means the world to widowed children's author <laughs> Sally Brown. What? Oh, it's a dog! <laughs> Unless, yes. When a thunderstorm causes Buddy to run away from home, he ends up being adopted by a single father and his daughter. Sounds oh, great. oh boy. Here's a recipe for love. Uh-huh. An earnest culinary school hopeful, Danielle <laughs> Panabaker, uh -huh. clashes with a celebrity chef, Sean Roberts, when she is assigned to ghostwrite his cookbook. Yet soon, romance sparks. Yeah. That's it's the it's, actual sentence. Yet yeah. soon, romance yeah. sparks. Dude, it's Mad Libs. Like these, that's what this, that's what this is. Like the whole, all, every one of those movies. Ah, here's another Amish one. Oh, shit. This is called The Reckoning. Shunned by the township she was raised in, <laughs> a young Amish woman finds herself right. enjoying an affluent lifestyle in the secular world and engaged to a successful businessman uh -huh. until a long lost love unexpectedly returns from her past. I guess the long lost love is this Amish dude. So he's still Amish. 
Aren't we all still Amish, really? Notes from the Heart Healer. Peyton Magruder. What kind of name is that? Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. Harvest of Fire. <clears throat> Coming back around. That's what I'm saying. It's it's all Mad Libs. It's like all you could you I could pull up ten different generators and just generate everything that you needed for these movies, and then you just make connections between the things. Here's a see. It looks in the '90s like Homer had some sway because here's a place oh. for Annie. This is um '94. Sissy SpaceX stars as a caring nurse who adopts an HIV positive baby, but must fight prejudice and the natural mother who wants custody. Also starring Mary Louise Parker and Joan Plowright. Yeah. Um, there's Irish. Oh, this kid has Tourette's. Front of the class. Based on the true story of Brad Cohen, who after being challenged by Tourette's syndrome from a very young age, defies all odds to become a gifted teacher. Oh, Treat Williams is in this. Treat Williams loves doing some... Um, does he was she oh yeah yeah bonds of love man look it up <laughs> dig it <laughs> bonds of love is where treat williams played um someone with down syndrome i don't know i think i think some year maybe um maybe that's a good idea i don't know <clears throat> I think I, you know what, it would be like the cage thing. It's like after like so many months, I would, I would, I'd want to die, um, probably. Like, and I wouldn't even be. Watching and you wouldn't them. even be the ones watching them, right? An event, an event planner goes undercover as her boss and returns to her rural hometown with the help of her family and the man she left behind. She pulls off the perfect retreat, but will she discover home is where her heart is? What the fuck? Goes undercover as her boss. I I know. I that's the story I want to know. Is like, uh, just, what leads you to that? I should put it on my watch list. <clears throat> you, should, <clears throat> you should go undercover as your boss. Um, I really want to know what the gourmet detective is about. I, I I'm I seriously want to know about the gourmet detective. <clears throat> that's like sixty five movies ago. Like that's. That's the one that I saw. I was like, what the hell is that? Oh. Like, like, who, what is, is the gourmet detective a detective that is also a chef? Is it as somebody that, like, uses food to solve crimes? Like, no, no. The gourmet detective is finding that the ultimate ingredient is love. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe uh, you could, well, depends you could be the gourmet detective i could be you could you 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 would be like you would like taste the sauce and and like sit there and like and be like i taste banana in this and then like realize they like pureed some banana to cut down on some acidity and then you would say like to some plucky 25 year old like woman like dust that mixer <laughs> and then you would solve the case is it a hallmark series i think so. <laughs> well, I, do, do you imagine it somewhere else do you want to pitch this idea to... 
<laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'd be on Food Network or something. Food Network? Okay. Here's um here's Love Unleashed. While hosting a puppy party, Haley meets single father Ryan. She helps him discover the value of adopting a dog and teaches him there's more to life, especially when falling in love. She's pretty cute though, whoever this lady is, Jen Lily. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, there's so many blonde people. How to train your puppy slash husband. There's a lot of there's a lot of animals in this shit, isn't there? A marriage therapist attempts to fix her own marriage by focusing on how to change her husband. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, there you go. That's that's amazing. That that is that that's Hallmark porn right there. <laughs> oh, there's a series called Darrow and Darrow. And they have one Darrow and Darrow body of evidence. I wonder how that ends. It's also not rated, so maybe it um this is this is Hallmark after dark. <laughs> This is my cousin Daryl and my other cousin Daryl. Like <laughs> Darrow, not Daryl. I know. <laughs> I don't know where that fucking Faulkner one was. Here's the Good Witch's charm. Good Witch Cassie Nightingale has her hands full juggling mm. her job as mayor Excellent and name. new motherhood. So she's looking forward to a planned family vacation. However, a crime wave in town and a reporter threatened the plans. Movie 5 of 11. Unleashing Mr. Darcy. What do you think that's about? <laughs> I, um, I, I don't it's know. A, it's about dogs. Is it? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my, mine was not going to be like PG rated, like whatsoever. My boyfriend's dogs. <laughs> Unleashing Mr. Darcy definitely sounds like a fucking porn. Set in like, um, what's oh, Mr. Set, Darcy? Right, Emma it's, or it's, whatever? It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's Emma. <sighs> like, that's like some, that is definitely, you do that for some titillation. No, you do it because people are like, oh, this is going to be about dogs. No, that is, not, are thinking. <laughs> that is not. Well, I don't know. I don't think that's true. Here's um, I, I did see the demographics of age and it skews high. Although I did see the Miami Herald report that like um, lots of millennials and Gen Z women are like watching Hallmark. But I found no evidence for that whatsoever. Frankie um, said that everybody he knows watches Hallmark. Are the ladies <laughs> Really? Yeah, here's an adaptation of A Tale of Two Cities hmm. with dogs. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> not true. It's, it's it's from 1980. It's got um Chris Sarandon playing the... Yeah, the yeah, that's the one they used to show in schools all the time. Yeah. That's I, Hallmark. I, I watched that in Mrs. Booth's class. In Hallmark Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Beautiful Beast. The classic Beauty and the Beast tale told with a twist. Isabel is all beauty on the outside. When she gets lost on a skiing vacation, she is helped by Jeremy, a man hiding from the world in his past. He's the first person to put Isabella in her place, and Isabel realizes she must be more beast than she wants to admit. Through Jeremy's influence, she begins to change and fall in love. She's not very attractive. That's a shame. Come back, Dad. <laughs> the these are 
Jesus Christ. After, Are you serious, after, combat yeah. dad? After Othel left his family, his daughter Nima struggled with trust issues. But now that she's about to get married, Othel wants to make amends for his mistakes and once again be part of Nima's life. That is... Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> Definitely the beginning of anything you would see online on porn sites christmas tale with an eye that's about a dog walking the dog also about a dog rival lawyers battle each other in court as their respective dogs fall madly in love bringing their guardians together at every turn dear lord are you serious somebody made a movie about that walking the dog that's what it's called if you ever want to look it up holy shit Oh, who is this? <laughs> oh, I knew it was Jewel. Jewel? So, yeah, Fixer Upper Mysteries. That's Jewel's series. What year is, is that in the current? Nine, 2018. I almost Damn. said 1918. Damn. I mean, the. Good Night for Justice, The Measure of a Man. I'm sorry, Good Night for Justice, colon, The Measure of a Man. The Measure of a Man. Yep. I'm, I am definitely starting to notice a pattern here with some of these. Circuit items. Judge John Goodnight. Oh, okay, that must be. John uh, Goodnight? Yeah, that's the name of the Circuit Judge. Reunites with Old Flame Callie Bluepoint and discovers her hometown is under siege by an outlaw. Goodnight is determined to bring an end to the outlaws. Reign of Terror once and for all. That's from 2012. That looks like Luke Perry to me. Is that Luke Perry? Doesn't have the list of um people on it, so I'm just going to pretend. Jesus Christ. Oh, here's another. Oh, this is this is the sequel to the one with the chefs. It's called Just Add Romance. It's that brand. Yep. Cut down the acidity. Right. <clears throat> All you need is romance. Yep. I'm trying to find more dog movies. Sprinkle a little bit of romance on it. Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. A bundle of trouble. Oh, that's the same one as before. What's the bundle? Is the bundle a baby? Yes, I told you it's a baby. Ruby Herring Mysteries. Signed, sealed, delivered for Christmas. <laughs> the town Christmas forgot. You're making me drunk, Frank. Jesus. Merry Christmas, baby. It's about babies. <laughs> it's about a kid's first birthday party. The magic stocking. What is it? Are you serious? It's about babies. Yes, it's about a baby. Well, right, but, but okay, <laughs> right. But Merry Christmas, baby. The what is the first thing that somebody's going to think of when they hear the phrase "Merry Christmas, baby"? Romance. They think it's going to be right. They think it's going to be a romance, and they get to it, and it's about babies. It's like this. This is the most. Um, uh, what, what, uh, what's the what's the business phrase like? Um, Synergy? Bait and switch. Oh, bait and, yeah. bait, this is the most bait and switch channel I've ever heard in my entire life. Here's a Heartland Christmas. Christmas comes to Heartland along with an anonymous call about the dozen every year. Okay. Yeah. Stranded by an avalanche in the Rocky Mountains, which <laughs> send Amy and Ty to their rescue. 
tie. Oh, oh, tie. <laughs> Who is that? Man, all the all the dog ones are gone now. I guess. Mm-mm-mm. All right, we're past the dog ones. Frank, what's the chagrin score on this thing? Uh, uh, it's a seven, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I, it didn't sound like a seven, like necessarily, but. Well, it's really tough to watch. There's really nothing going on. And you think like an hour and like 24 minutes, like, oh, that'll be nice and easy. But it's not as easy as you think. Right. Man, Mary Louise Parker loved her some Hallmark movies. What years? This is 2000. This That's before Weeds, though. Yeah. Maybe that's what got her Weeds. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yo, hold Plan. on, hold on. Guess who's coming to Christmas? Oh, is it? Is it is it Courtney Vance? <laughs> it's a rock star with a public image problem. What? Agrees to fulfill the fans' wish and spend a week with a small town family and perform at a local Christmas concert. It's got Drew Lashy and Mackenzie Porter, whoever they are. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! It includes alcohol use, foul language, and sexual content. This is not rated, baby. Oh, 2018, sh- and he's got a faux hawk too, so you know he's up for trouble. See, I did this the other night, but it wasn't as funny when I was just doing it by myself in my right. bed, like weeping into my beard. <laughs> Autumn Stables. After the death of her husband, Autumn Carlisle sells her ranch to handsome carpenter Jake Stevens, who promises to leave it untouched. Oh, I thought it was going to be Jake Stables. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. That would that would actually like give away the ending, probably. That's some um, people riding on a horse, though. Right. Of course. Once upon <laughs> of course. a winter's date. Of course, is. horses are romantic, apparently. Oh, is that Rick Fox? It is. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. The morning show mysteries, murder on the menu. Beloved cooking show host Billy Blessings finds herself in hot water when a dead body turns up in the car of one of her guests, a temperamental celebrity chef with dark secrets in his past is that rick fox is billy whatever what's his name rick fox is one of the investigators the morning show mystery guys he's wearing a suit anyway he's not wearing a chef's outfit i don't know so i wonder if that character ever crosses over into the gourmet chef maybe gourmet detective i mean you think that all these movies have to have some kind of like common thread right they all do not none a of a universe where any, no life doesn't matter and <laughs> Marrying Father Christmas. I don't want to know. <laughs> Is Santa going to lay that pipe? Not in a Hallmark TV show. It's going to be implied. Everybody sleeps in separate beds. And <laughs> Are you serious? No, no. That's no. Really crazy. <laughs> They're all just all attractive and blonde, so. It's okay if they sleep right. in the same bed. <laughs> right. You got to continue the Aryan race, right? Right. My gal Sunday. 
When their parents are kidnapped on their way to a high-profile event, a lawyer, Rachel Blanchard, and her politician husband, Cameron Matheson, team up as sleuths to rescue them. These names are fantastic. Sleuths. No, that's the actors' names. Oh. Oh, hold on. Who are the? Hold on. I want to look these people up. What? What? What are those names again? Dude, I was like six movies past that. Rachel Blanchard and Cameron Matheson. Cameron Matheson is a fantastic name. Oh, and it's a, a Matheson with an I, a Canadian actor, and they're the <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the first five images on Google, uh, in. Two, he's shirtless. Well, one he's shirtless, one he's showing his abs. Another is in a dress shirt, top button unbuttoned, and the other two is with his family, and it looks like um some sort of Methodist like ad. Oh, I think you say meth addict. <laughs> hey, here's one for you. This 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 is a winner. My dad's a soccer mom. Marion Mad Dog Casey is a pro football player who gets dropped from his team and suddenly finds himself taking care of his 10-year-old daughter, and the two connect to each other when she shows her skills on the soccer field. Mm. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like, all you gotta do is just, you just gotta generate shit and make the connections. Frozen in Love when struggling bookstore owner Mary and the bad boy of professional hockey, Adam, are teamed together to help facilitate an image makeover for the other, they soon realize that opposites attract. Right, John Moxley should pay the play the bad boy of um, hockey um, in that. All right, so one That's last great. one since I still have this pulled up, apparently. <laughs> All right, a clockmaker, right? And a beauty therapist. It's called. Hmm. Okay, so this isn't your most difficult one yet. Handsome but awkward clockmaker Wilson mm-hmm. finds that. He needs a makeover before he goes to the wedding of his affluent sister, Jane, in posh Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. He turns to Winona, a local beautician, to help him find that there's more to life than just telling time. <laughs> it's called Love in, Love in Time. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, a dog named Christmas. That's the ultimate movie. <laughs> It is. Um, That's just getting you where you getting you where you live. All right, you ready to spin this wheel, Frank? Yeah, let's do it. Intoxicated. see it what is it (laughs) (laughs) a movie that features tap dancing oh fuck (laughs) a movie that features tap dancing is the category for next week i've already watched all of them 
I don't think that's true. Um, Prove it. Where where did where did this generate from? Is this a quick cage thing? Well, it's because of um, goddamn uh, the Cotton Club. The Cotton Club is yes, okay. So the Cotton Club is where your, your hatred of tap dancing was exposed. Um, yes. I mean, what is there? There's the Wiz and there's a Cotton Club. I've seen them all. I bet you. End, and, and end there, of line. Oh. <laughs> that is I mean, definitely I'll... a category I was waiting for at some point. Um, and yes. It's very mean. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <clears throat> Have you have you seen Jojo Dancer? Your life is calling. I ain't watching that fucking movie. Mm. It's Gregory Hines, man. I don't like Gregory Hines. Why do you not like Gregory Hines? Because he can always tap dance and some shit. Maybe I'll watch this movie. Here's the Den of Geek has the ten tip top tap dancing movies. Makes me want to throw up. Uh, that that feels outside of me i don't know i can't tell anymore if that's on on point or if that's not expected Den of geek a lot of i mean i mean i'm sure Den of geek like you know like pays their writers like one cent per word um so the funny thing is like the old tap dancing movies like singing in the rain and shit i don't necessarily like i like those movies and i don't necessarily consider that tap dancing even though it is tap dancing it's the fucking like it's 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 Savian glover ruined yeah. everything for me by tap dancing <clears throat> during the macy's day parade and i can never get it out of my head and i fucking hate it yeah, yeah. you're not doing anything interesting yep wasn't it Bloodsoe that said that he liked tap dancing the other day? He, he did say that. I mean, it was like a couple well, months ago, but like it was like it was like eight months ago. But yes. Um, <laughs> well, that's how much it stuck with me because it's still right. in my head. Uh, like that's that's suspect. Like what what human being, what person, what adult person yes. likes tap dancing? Yeah. Right. Here's eat, play, love veterinarian carly monroe <laughs> likes to stop by the dog shelter as often as possible because she loves dogs and secretly loves the shelter's owner dan unfortunately he has agreed to marry his glamorous girlfriend to move lee majors is in this movie lee must be old because it's 2017 he plays the voice of the dog that tells him to not move yes and I wish I could find this fucking Faulkner movie because that thing was, it really caught me off guard. Do you want to hear the lyrics of the rural, rural juror song? Are you going to sing them to me? I don't, I'm not going to sing them. No. All right, I guess go ahead. Because I've actually, I don't think I've ever looked them up before. This, the Irma Lermer Merman murder turned the bird's word lurid. The whir and purr of a twirler girl, she would the world were demure. <laughs> the ins- 
Sure's allure for valor were pure cur were one fervid whirl over her turgid error. Rural juror. I will never forget you, rural juror. I'll always be glad I met you, rural juror. Your fervor unfurled a murmur. The foreman, Norman, never knew. <laughs> this lady lawyer longed for you, rural juror. I will never forget you, rural juror. I'll always be glad I met you, rural juror. These were the best days of my flirm. <laughs> It's a good song. It is. That's a really good episode. It is. It's probably like maybe the best like season one episode. Oh my god. I'm down this fucking Hallmark rabbit hole and thinking about resubscribing to the stupid channel. <laughs> um yeah, don't do that for like another like three years. That's fine. There's I mean, so look, they're movies, all though. the same movies. They're all the same movies. That's 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 the whole thing. Is like it, once you get out of the '90s, they're all the same movies. And they found a formula at some point. And they just went with it. Here's a movie with Gary Sinise and Jolie Richardson. What year? Two thousand three. Yeah, that was before um, CSI New York, I think. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jolie Richardson was still doing Hallmark movies. But. I mean, you know, like you're you're on a you're on a a little hiatus from your Hollywood career. You just dip down into that Hallmark money for a little bit. No nah. one's ever no one's ever going to see it. Nah, I don't think you do. Yeah, I would. <laughs> totally. <laughs> God, there's so many. All right, Oof. so next week, tap dancing movie. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so you have to figure that one out. And Who's, um, who, who, who put that on the fucking list? Just oh, that, was, that was absolutely me. <laughs> absolutely. It was the, I, it might be the first thing I thought of given the time period that like we because cutting club is pretty late in the quick cage uh, it might have been the first thing i thought of to, to put on the list um potentially i think there's a couple other ones that i thought of pretty quickly as well so who knows like what order they came in but it was early so it was me awesome thank you mm-hmm. you're welcome can't wait can't wait to watch a movie about fucking tap dancing yeah yep all right have a good week everybody see you next Deuces. week with tap dancing <laughs>